is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down handoff, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. And it's time for a Tuesday edition of Talking Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studios here at the Star in Frisco. Two days away from Thanksgiving Day and a matchup with the Buffalo Bills and Mickey Spagnola just sat down, <laughs> just got here in time. We were ready to find you, Mickey. Mm-hmm. And then you all of a sudden you Tom showed Landry up. Tom Landry style, one second late. That's because I ran <laughs> Can I catch my breath now? You can. Okay. So, what was the fine for uh, from two hundred dollars? Two hundred dollars. He would watch the he would watch the second hand, and as soon as it got to to twelve, it, you got to be all the way in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like not tennis. coming in the yeah, door like, like tennis. Me. You know what I mean? It's not like a goal line where just the ball has to touch the plane. No, you got to be all the way in. You got to be all the way. <laughs> Both feet back sort of like can't even drag over the, you know, and the pre, threshold. Pre-1989, $200 was significant. Yes, it was. It's significant now mm-hmm. for some You're of us, but about. absolutely. I'm back there. I'm back <laughs> yeah, there. Right. It's like a goal in hockey, right? It's got to be over the red line. Over yeah. the red line, baby. You have any idea what the fine is now? No, I bet it's got to be about five hundred bucks. I would think five hundred like yeah. would be yeah. going right. I always like yeah. a nice round number, maybe a thousand. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, they can afford it, yeah. right? <laughs> maybe it's a percentage of your <laughs> salary. You no, yeah. don't, don't do that. No, 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 no. All right, uh, so much to get to, and uh, Mickey, I heard you on the fan this morning. You, you enjoy your time on the fan this morning? Old man Mickey. Uh-huh, old man Mickey. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm Super Bowl Bill. I got my Super Bowl cap on today. <laughs> What's this old man won't, Mickey won't thing? Won't come into the 21st century. What do you mean, Rob? Look at him. Old man Mickey. Come on. What, what, yeah. I mean, like, what, what, that's like, what are you saying? That was what's so new? Right? He was looking at <laughs> That was redundant. <laughs> my bad. My bad. What, what happened on the fan? What did you guys talk about? Uh... Jerry was trying to give them some perspective on analytics during games. <laughs> and he that man is amazing. And Rock. he basically said analytics are based on history, not what's happening that day. He did say that, essentially. And, and, and he basically said you got to factor in weather, you got to factor in where the game is, momentum of the game, and you got to factor in who you're playing and how you've played them. And that you can't just rely on history. And they didn't like the answer. Unfortunately, I said, so, Jerry kind of told you where to go with your analytics. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't like that that either. (laughs) So they finally got to the point where they said, well, you and Jason and Jerry, you guys are Stone Age. (laughs) And I figured at that point I could feel myself ready to blow up. <laughs> so you and stepped I away. Bit my tongue and said nothing. You had been very proud of. And they, and they said I would have. They said there was this silence, and then they said, "Mickey, are you still there?" And you said, "Yes, absolutely." I got steam coming out of my ears, but I'm still here. Yep. And I yep. was proud of myself because I didn't want to get into it. And All then right. I understand they kind of after we hung up, kind of continued going too. Okay. 
Okay, I figured so, it did. Which they do with Jerry, which I think is, you know, hey, if you're going to disagree, disagree with him. Don't wait till he hangs up and then kind of disagree with what he had to say. You know, and, and my point to him was he was talking about oil, and sometimes, you know, you have your scientists tell you where to drill and everything, and he goes, but sometimes you got to have a feel for, you know, what's right or what's wrong. And so, you know, they were disputing that. And I said, well, yeah, just like when he had a financial advisor telling him he was crazy to buy the Cowboys in 1989. And he went against logic because he had a feel that I can make this work. And he has continued to do that. Right. He made more money while having a losing franchise yeah. than while winning. And, and then he turned it around, and now he's worth how, how many billion? Well, the most in the world right? as far as sports mm-hmm. franchises. So sometimes concern. you have to kind of analyze the situation more so than uh, the history of the situation. Well, I, I think there is a place for analytics in the game. And, and Jason mm-hmm. Garrett said yesterday they use it basically is weekly part of their weekly mm-hmm. prep. It's not something they've got handy necessarily on game day. And I guess to Mickey's point when he's talking about you got to know the game situations, it's terrible weather, it's 4th and 7, you've had trouble throwing the ball all day. That probably factored in more than anything yes. other than what a stat tells you or, or who you're stat. playing. Well that that too, but I mean they those conditions were real. I mean, when Tom Brady and Dak's having a hell of a year, but the greatest quarterback of all time is really struggling to throw the ball, That's those were real conditions. You know what the analytics are on f- opponents facing the Patriots this season, uh, facing third and seven or fourth and seven? Ooh, what is it? Oh, that's good, Bill. Two for 25, 8% chance of making it. I was going to give them 25%. Yeah, 8% is what it is. So, All right, to put that in perspective, for the worst team in the league, the Bengals – what is the what's the percentage of making it on third Probably and seven 80. or fourth and seven? No, no. Let's say sixty-five. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, if I, I'm doing this off the top of my head. I looked it up yesterday. It was like ten for thirty-two. It was you know oh, 30, 30 something percent. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I wonder so, what the analytics tell you if you had three chances. Uh, yeah, you just failed 14. twice on, yeah. on second and seven yeah. and third and seven. And so now what are the chances of making it the third time? Well, your chances are greater because uh, you've already used up two of the chances. <laughs> 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 so eventually you're going to make it. Although I've had three chances from the 14 to put it in the end zone, and I failed. On 12th and seven, you'll make it. Yeah. Okay. So you, you can't just go on the philosophy, well, I'm due. Right, you can't just say, yeah, this has got to be my time. This, See, this was always my <laughs> that's, That was the Vikings uh, philosophy when we got down there. Well, we hadn't run with the crap all day, so <laughs> we're doing that. We're doing that. So that's usually my philosophy on teams that are losing. At some point, they're going to win. You got to win, right? Yeah, broken clock syndrome. I wonder what the analytics say on that. If you lose eight straight, what are your chances of winning the ninth? Yeah, see, you got to be greater. Here's the thing you know, analytics, it's been big for several years. One of the things that it's it's big right now, and the and the guy that everyone is saying what a genius he is right now because of analytics is John Harbaugh, and the Ravens are sitting right. there at nine and two. And John Harbaugh said in one of his press conferences earlier in the year that he has an analytics guy, and in fact, in his ear during games, he's got the analytics guy who can chime in whenever there's a situation. And, all right, uh, let's go back a year ago. Who was the hot coach in the National Football get League? Fired uh, Rams guy. The Rams guy, Come Sean on, McVay. Oh, Did the okay? The Rams played who last night? Baltimore Ravens. They played the Ravens. Mm-hmm. So, so last night, the hot guy right now, John Harbaugh. What was the final score? 
45 to 6 yeah, was the well, final score. After the fifth test. And so Sean McVay's no longer a genius, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> he just got to be 45 to 6. I'm waiting on their press. Harbaugh's right. analytics no, guy is better than, than, right. than. Go ahead. Well, let me throw this at you. A year ago, what was the Ravens' record through nine games of the season? Uh, like the Cowboys. Four and, four four and five. five. Yeah. They were four and five through nine games of the season. But oh, that, that is when John Harbaugh decided to start using analytics, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Interesting. He also decided to insert Lamar Jackson as his quarterback. And, and they are they are fifteen and four since he started using so wait analytics. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say you wait a minute. <laughs> The, the latter eclipsed the former. All right? I'm being I'd facetious. Yes. I'm being facetious when okay. I say he first started okay. using analytics week ten you last were being year. Thank but you. he Thank did you, start PJ. using Lamar Jackson in week ten last yeah, that, year. That's, that's pretty that's good. X factor. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's not analytics. That's an X factor. Well, that's right. Just back to that fourth down. It was fourth and seven. Mm-hmm. Everybody disagrees on this. A lot of people. In the media, fans say you got to go for it in that situation. I think we said, or at least I said yesterday, it's it's what you do to get to that point. I mean, Dak went for the end zone on third down for Jarwin. I trust him in that situation. He didn't come up with the play. You go back and watch it. It looked like he had some room if he wanted to scramble on that left side. That's the and, and I think Garrett was asked about that yesterday. You talk to Kellen about, hey, this is four down territory, and then kind of figure out from there what you're doing on on third down to try to get to a manageable fourth down. They didn't get to a manageable fourth down. I didn't have a problem with kicking it there because I don't I, I think the odds of you converting that in that situation aren't very good. And then and then the game's probably over at that point. We all I think we all agreed on that. We okay. did. I think yeah. the argument should have been what you did on second and third. That's down. what I'm saying. That's right. what we talked about. Well. Right. And and I I I straddle the fence on this, I guess, but I don't have a problem. If he decided, or if anyone decided to go ahead and go for it on that, okay, fine. You got to make a decision one way or the other. I would have gone ahead and kicked the field goal. And one of the factors that I put into it, you had six oh four left in the game, and if six oh three left, no, in the three game. timeouts, yeah, yeah, three saying. timeouts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, Sorry, um, and okay, if you if you go for it and don't make it, then the Patriots can end the game by just going down and kicking a field goal That's right. and uh, making it a 10-point game. And that was game. my concern. Yeah. Because who says we're right. going to get it back? Right, right. And we still had a chance to get it back even after all of that. And yep. Okay, the other, part of it, the other part of it is, okay, let's say you go for it and you score a touchdown. Now are you going for two? No. <laughs> You no, say no. Nick asked me that on the sideline. I, I bet you, I bet you anything, the analytics say go for two. Oh, I'm sure they do at that point. Yeah. So, so basically, like when we were talking about Troy was saying you got to go for it here, okay? All right. I he wonder I wonder I wonder it. if Troy would also say you got to go for two. And the thinking on that is how many more chances do you have against this defense to be in that position, right? Yeah. Okay. At the two-yard line. And, that's, and, that's two yard line. That's and so that same thinking has to hold true after you score the touchdown because how many more chances are you going to be down there if you, if you have that mindset? Speaking of going for it on fourth down, that was also one of Harbaugh's new that's analytical right. ideas. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He said right. he's going to go for it on fourth down a lot. And going for two. Yes, and, and going for two mm-hmm. a lot. That's yep. what he said he's going to do. Right. He wouldn't have any qualms about that. Right, right. It's interesting. So, yeah. and, and, and the problem with all that is the analytics don't have to handle if you're wrong. 
like if you follow the analytics and it fails, no one's blaming the analytic guy, right? <laughs> I think. I think and, and by the way, for this research on this stuff, how far back are we going? Five years? Ten years? Fifteen years? Well, one of the things on analytics. And who's doing it, by the way? Well, one of the things so on why does, analytics. Why does that matter then? Why does that matter how when it was done? Why the information? It, does the information is it time is it, sensitive? Is it recent? Is, is it, it recent? Sensitive? Yeah. I mean, are, are we talking going back to Jim Brown era? <laughs> that's good. That's a good point, Mitch. For real. I mean, you know, we, this, we, was, this is what always bothered me uh, with baseball managers. Because anybody can manage a game when you get into a tough situation, and the 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 percentages say, I better have a right-handed pitcher pitching against a right-handed batter. So I'm going to make the change. And if it doesn't work, it's like, well, I did what the percentages say. Not my fault. So don't blame me. So, yeah. you, so yeah. you win the press conference after the game. Yeah. No, I mean it's just it's <laughs> because guys, I follow the analytics. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, you can use that someone can as look it up and say, "Yep, right. well, he did. Right. Yeah, that's he, exactly he what it says he, to do." Or so. you know, I got a guy that's hitting decently, but he's going to have to face a right-hander, and you go, "No, I need a left-hander up there." Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to pile on you here from the fan earlier, but I'm really not. <laughs> but you don't think it has any place at all, as even as a reference? I mean, I, they, I think you've got to watch what's going. No, I agree Everson. with that. It has a place, guys. It has a place. It has a place. Yes, place. Within not, we're re- not arguing that. Within I hope reason, we're not. Right? Yeah. Within reason. Ask him. Tom Landry had 20 consecutive winning seasons, and when he had to make a tough decision, people would ask him, what he'd, well, why did you do that? And you know what his answer was all the time? Well, I had this feel. He'd always talk about his feel on a decision. Some point you gotta yeah, be and, uh, yes. you gotta be human. And there's times where Jason Garrett has gone it gone for it on fourth down in his own territory mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he's got the pulse of his team and they're they're controlling things up front and you got Zeke and you hand it to him. I don't know what the analytics tell you in certain situations, certain yard lines. So yes, I I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I just I mean, they are using it some during the week. That is part of what they do. It's not mm-hmm. something oh, I you understand. just laugh at. I know. It can I only get you that. to a certain point. I just can't imagine. And then after that, you have to use your instincts as right. a coach or as a player. If I'm sitting here and I know that this gonna, I'm going against a wide receiver who's extremely good, I went against 6'9", Harold Carmichael. Okay, so what, what do the analytics tell me? How do I play him on or off in the red zone? How do I play him? I, I don't know what the hell those anal- analytics are. I just got to go. I got to figure go it out. For it. Figure it out. <laughs> I got to go for it and just wail, you know. So, yeah, I mean, analytics can only go so far, and eventually you have to go on the field. But it, I think it does give you, when you're talking percentages, you know, when you're talking chances, when you're talking odds, I mean, it has to be considered. There's no doubt about it. And I, th- I think it's part of your preparation during the week, getting no ready for the game. No you doubt. Know? And. Uh, I don't think you necessarily have to have that person in your ear telling you this. If you have prepared for the game as a head coach, you it's not rocket science. There's not all that many uh, situations, situations that come up in a game. That's all a right? good point. And I so you've yeah. got that. And, and a lot, if I was a head coach, I would have a card in front of me, okay, even if I wasn't calling plays, where I've got all that information. Third and seven, this is where they are, they whatever. Do. And they do. And that is yeah. what is done as your normal preparation, and I guarantee you that's what's done here as well as normal game plan preparation. And before here. they called it analytics, I can go back 30 years ago, right? And you had to decide if I'm going to kick an extra point or go for two. Remember the cards That's said right. at this score right. you go for two. Well, right? what did they just call it? Was that quality control? Yeah, it was just quality control. Yeah, right? That's yeah, all it was. absolutely. It's the same thing. 
All right, uh, when we continue on Talking Cowboys, Rob, do you have a report prepared for what Jerry said on the radio this morning? I'll do my best, Okay, yes. <laughs> we'll do that and much more. I may talk tripping when we come back, too. Oh, God. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer, where you buy the latest generation of transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses. Lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Ready? Okay. Give, Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. What's that spell? So, so. Cheer. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on? On command. That's right. News and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa, open Dallas Cowboys. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards. And that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Back to Talking Cowboys. Let's see, what am I going to read here? The top two football teams in the Big 12 Conference will face off. That was my, I went to my default. <laughs> the top two teams in the Big 12 face off in the Big 12 Championship game. Mickey, what two teams would that be? I'm guessing it would be, let me see, Oklahoma maybe. They're in? And ba- Baylor for sure. The Baylor is, uh, who won when they faced off the first time, Mickey? Uh, I think someone came back from a that's right, twenty-eight to three deficit to win. But the, the Baylor Bears get their second chance <laughs> on Saturday, December seventh at AT and T Stadium. Kickoff is at eleven a.m. Don't miss your opportunity to get tickets before they sell out. Tickets on sale now at SeatGeek.com. I am such a hurt guy. I'm such a hurt fan. Are you? Yeah, man. I love that guy. Oh yeah. I like the way yeah. he improved. It's like, kind yeah. of like that, you know, to where yeah. you can see. What about the NFL? Then he's talking about Jalen Hurts, the quarterback for OU. Yes, I, I, I do think it's, it's just another Lamar Jackson it's in regards to the amazing. Though. Well, yeah, that's yeah. everybody. Yeah. That's everybody. That can be changed. 
Yep. That can be altered. That I can was, be improved. Uh, as an OU fan, I was hoping that would change after the Texas game, but it did not change this oh, week. I just got a little TCU. scared after the TCU pick yeah. six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it pick happens. on the goal line. It but, but I tell you, and people talk about Lincoln Riley being a NFL coach, whatever. I'm yelling at Lincoln Riley as, as much as a lot of fans are yelling at Jason Garrett some of the in-game decisions. And, in fact, on that play, that was a pick six for TCU, mm-hmm. they, I knew they were throwing to C.D. Lamb. They put him in motion. It was so obvious that they were, the play was coming. He slipped on his route, and he got picked. All right on the goal line, they had the game. I mean, they're going up 35-17, yeah. and all of a sudden now it's 28-24. No, it looks like a good game. Yeah. yeah. And, anyway. and that hurts in the rankings, too. Yeah, though that that pick six, you know, that could have cost them one spot. All right, Rob, Jerry on the radio today. What were some highlights? Uh, well, he got asked again about the coaching criticism that he gave after Sunday's loss, and he basically said, "You know, I feel the same way." But he, he kind of clarified it in that I think a lot of people were probably surprised by how critical he was. I don't think he's normally that. Uh, vocally frustrated with a loss after a game, but he pointed out, look, I'm I'm not just the owner, I'm the GM. This is the staff that I put together, and so I'm evaluating this whole thing, and it's my responsibility. So that's that's where he's coming from on that. And he said, ultimately, the buck stops with me. So um, that's that's where they're at. And he hasn't, you know, he got asked that he has he met with Jason this week, and they haven't because this is typical during the short. Thanksgiving week, they don't have those types of personnel meetings, and they're on to Buffalo and try to get this thing righted. Are they, it's a question about has he met with Jason? It, what what are they getting at when they ask a question like that? Be, I, I would, ask him questions about the decision on fourth down and okay. the problems on special okay. teams. Just have you met with him personally about the things that bothered that you about wrong that in game? The game. And, yeah. and the thing that he really harped on, obviously, was the special teams and, and talking about how that's pure coaching and um, – you know, Keith O'Quinn, their special teams coordinator, works really hard getting these guys prepared. And the weather was bad, and they there were some mistakes, obviously, that were costly in that game. But they, I, they've I got a short way to turn around. When you think about the game, you think about the, the environment, you know, it kind of weighs on you, you know, mentally and how you act. And, you know, I've always said uh, Kraft and, and Jones have something going on with each other. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. There's a little thing going on. And that guy came skin. out and said something. Yeah. Because this game, along with the conditions and the drama, all the emotion, I think that whole Jones versus Kraft thing played a part in him coming out like that, mm. being so bold in his criticism. Because mm-hmm. you know doggone well he did not want to look over there and see Kraft celebrating in victory mm-hmm. at and, ten and one on the yeah, season, and, yeah. and, and, and in what goes house. into it as in much as house. anything too is what's happened to put them in this position mm-hmm. where they're falling to six and five. Yeah, still leading the division, but the loss to the Jets, the other close games, no victories against teams right now that have a winning record. It just would have been such a feather in your cap. I mean, Everson, you played long time, and if you can get a statement win mm-hmm. like that, it can change an entire confidence level of a team. I would imagine. And to your point, Bill, I mean, four of the five losses, I think, are combined 22 points. They've been right there. And at, at a certain point, you just get frustrated. You know, I, I have to say, when, you, when you're looking at the conditions there, when you look at how, how, how they lost, if they would have won this game, who's to say that they wouldn't be overconfident? Because mm-hmm. the reason that, that Brady, one reason Brady didn't have a good game, of course, the Cowboys' defense was, was doing well. Mm-hmm. But the conditions themselves handcuffed any offensive efforts that you had. So if you're going to come out of that game with a win, 
then you have to be careful thinking, okay, those conditions will not be duplicated anywhere else. Yeah. And that's, and that's so funny. We had our, our biggest game, our biggest statement game, while we're playing in the rain where nobody can get any footing, and it's all like a comedy out there in efforts, and as far as uh, offensive efforts are concerned. I that's think why I, Bill said when they meet again that they'll be in perfect that's right. that's, that's, what right. I, that's what I said yesterday. That's I wish it could have been laid in a dome because you really yeah. couldn't see either team and do with, what they do. And with a, just a little digging. So the kickoff, Pollard shouldn't have been at the of goal course. line. At least the ten yard line, but the idea was where they put Olawali was the guy that was the safety net. If it was a pop up short kick, he was supposed to catch it, and he jumped out of the way. He didn't catch the ball, so I understand the Pollard part. But they had another contingency plan there, and he for some reason he didn't catch it. Now I don't know if he got called off or not. Yeah, so, so center fielder. So here, here's how I heard someone talking the other day. And maybe I, not put I, a fullback there. I heard him talking it, the other day yeah. and they said anything that goes wrong on the field, special teams, I think it was uh I called the guy's names, but uh uh they said anything that goes on wrong on the field, it's on Jason Garrett. Right. right. Special teams, it's right. on Jason Garrett. Right. He didn't catch the ball. That's Jason Garrett's fault. And then now is that is that is that fair? Yeah, no, it's not fair, right? At some point, the player has to take some responsibility, right? That's always and my point. And he didn't call him out. He just said, we didn't handle it, right? Okay, on the block punt, here's what happened. The, the Patriots had three guys lined up to the Cowboys' left of Latticeur. So they had three guys there. The Cowboys had like two and a half. But Armstrong was the half guy, and he was supposed to go in and take the next guy. And then Joe Thomas was supposed to go out and take the next guy, and Jarwin took the outside guy. Well, what happened was, now remember, Joe Thomas didn't practice all week, right? Right, he was sick. He was sick. And his alignment was he didn't have to worry about the guy on his right shoulder Mm -hmm. because that was Armstrong's Mm -hmm. guy. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to take Slater. And we're looking at it now. Yeah, go ahead. He was supposed to take Slater, and he lined up head up on him instead of shading to the outside because he had help with the guy to his right. And so he didn't line up properly, and he didn't block And that's the all guy. it took. That and is that's all, all it took. That shade. Because that, the difference exactly, in that shade right A half right a there. step. Yep. Because look when he blocked it. He's it's falling one hand, backwards. One hand. And he, yeah. and he backhands yep. it. Yep. So Keith O'Quinn's fault? You know, and, and, and I'm, I'm not going to blame. I know he didn't practice all week, but they were ready for that. And they and I said, did they line him up somewhere different? No. They put him all over the place, but you know when he's in front of you, you better take care of him. Mm-hmm. So and then you get a block, a block punt. The, the first down play on the 14-yard line, okay? If two guys would have made their blocks, that play would have worked. Olawali kind of touched the linebacker, and then he went to go get the safety. Well, the linebacker is the one that messed it up. And then the other one was on the outside. Gallup didn't get his block on the corner. And those two guys came free. Otherwise, that play's going. You mean the, the last field goal drive that they had? Yeah. Okay. That play's going. First and 10 at the First 14. First and 10 at the 14. Then they got three okay. yards Because to we 11. hadn't seen that. And I said it yesterday. I said, why would you run that play? You hadn't run it all day, and they're playing all these linebackers. Well, if those guys make that block, that thing's going. But you don't, and you don't see that. It's like, well, why'd you call that play? I said it, right? Then you go back and look at it, and it's like, ah, oh, 
Well, I mean, Mick, you could you could almost call out any play where somebody's every, not somebody be every up. play like, is yeah. designed to work. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> every, every defense is made for interceptions, from what I heard, but we're not getting them. So. <laughs> except for except for tripping, huh? You know, and one thing on, on the Jerry's comments after the game is I I think part of it too is he's sending a message to his team that the bar is up here. Okay? Yeah. This team is supposed to you go to New England, I expect you to win at New England, okay? We're not going to be satisfied yeah, with Yeah, it's with a significant setback because we are expected to come in here. I don't care if it is the Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. We, I'm expecting you to win this game. And that's a good point. And well, he said, you say that, but then he comes out and says, well, you expect to get out coached well, when yeah. you come up here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, I, you know, you guys. But no, well, I, I think his point on that is you expect that they're going to be very well. He, he did say that. They're going to be very well. Then you have to match that. Right. And you, know, you have to play a clean game. That's and right. In the games they've lost. They haven't played clean games, whether it's defensively, offensively, with turnovers, penalties, or in the special teams game. And yeah, it's and a lot. It's largely execution. But I mean, Jason Garrett has said when everything's a reflection of me. Whether we're, you know when they have success, it's preparation and coaching. And when they don't have success, it does go back to the coaching staff on some level. Always, you got to say that. And some of the more crucial moments in our games, tripping aside. We have killed ourselves. We have hurt ourselves in the games that we've lost. We put ourselves in a hole. Nothing about what they've done. It's always about what we've done to ourselves. So this team, that comes from coaching. Your preparation has to be there. You have to know when you're playing special teams, guys, this is not the time to hold. There's no holding on special teams right now because we want to be no, we don't want to be inside the 25. Okay, if that goes in the end zone, we're good. But we're not going to have it go in the end zone. Then you're holding. Now we're at the 13-yard line. Would these kind of things happen over and over again for this team in the losses that we have? Absolutely. And we were not able to overcome them. So you take away – if you coach better, if you coach better, then you have a few of these. You're in, you're, you're, the crucial moments are not so crucial now. Because you you have taken care of business beforehand. And uh, by the way, they've got everything right in front of them right now. They still they got, do. They've they got always every, have. They've got five <laughs> games left in this season, yep. and it is all there for the taking for them. And this so difficult schedule in the, in the second half of the season, you look at the records of the now. Buffalo's got an eight and three record. I think that's an overrated record. Okay, yeah, I don't and think they're good. Eight they're three they're eight and three. This is to my point. Then, mm-hmm. what's Chicago's record right now? They're five and six. Okay. And then you got the Rams after getting blown out 45 to six by the Ravens last week, uh, last night. The Rams are now six and five on the season. Two playoff teams from a year ago that have struggled this That's year. That's right. And points. what are the Eagles? They're five and six right now. I mean, these are 500 teams team. that, you're, that you're facing down the stretch. You got everything in front of you starting on Thursday against a Buffalo Bills team that is eight and three on the season. We're tripping when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. <laughs> Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. 
spell. So, so. Are we going to win? Not if we play like we cheer. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting Essilor US Essilor. See more, do more. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say... It's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to Talking Cowboys. I would advise to go to getjackblack.com and take a pre-Black Friday spin to see what you've won. Because you just might win one of their famous five like I did. The famous five lip balm, double duty Face moisturizer, all over no wash, facial cleanser, <laughs> and beer lube. Go to getjackblack.com. Beer lube. Beer lube. Oh, okay. Beer lube. Yeah, beer lube. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> and you, you can drink it. Beer like, no. You, you drink I'm beer sure I lube. said it wrong. I'm oh, sure I said it wrong. Don't be it's not so specific on words. <laughs> You, you've got beer all so you over can, your face. <laughs> Go to getjackblack.com. Nice, nice. So well, you, you could talk to you, Mickey. You, you got to put the D in there? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Mickey had a couple of other things that Jerry said on the radio this morning. Yeah, I think one was for, um, for Everson. Oh, oh, Lord. Okay. His, oh, you think his, he's been listening to Everson on Talking Cowboys no, as a he, message He understood him? that something I said that Jerry says okay. all the time, yeah. and he said he didn't understand it. But Jerry repeated it today, mm. saying that when you're in charge of a team it, and you always got things coming up, it's like having two handfuls of jello in one hand. And once you think it keep it from falling off on the left side of your hand, it squirms through your fingers on the right. Oh my god. Jerry he said loves, that this morning. Jerry loves oh, jello. That was at the end. Jerry he, loves jello. He went back to the jello. He went back to the jello. You were just talking about it last I week. I know, that's why I said I you know for Everson's clarification. And I love that analogy. you once again, what do you and Jamie do together with this jello? I'm trying to figure this out. And I asked but you know, what is the Pie involved? Was there no, apple pie? Just no apple pie involved? Just jello. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then he talked about how uh, he was a proponent back in the day when um, Troy Aikman had trouble uh, throwing wet footballs, uh, that he was uh, proposing to the competition committee to have more balls when it's wet out mm-hmm. there. And he kept saying, more balls when it's wet. <laughs> and I don't know if they listened to him or not. He said he even brought Troy Aikman in to explain that they, you know, you have to have balls that are dry. Can't have wet balls. Can't have them. Can't have balls them. out, balls out, balls out, right? <laughs> Is that a babe drop? That's babe. Yeah. 
All right. <laughs> that was a timely intervention. Yes, it was. And now, speaking of tripping. <laughs> okay, up. tripping. Was mm. he asked about tripping? You know this what? Morning. I think the NFL listened to our podcast. I think they do. Mm, they must have. Because they said, no, well, actually, those guys thought it was so obvious. <laughs> or maybe they actually watched the game. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to just doing it while they're there watching the game. Uh, uh-huh. right. That's right. Unbelievable. And, the same and, guy could make those two calls. And basically the NFL yesterday said, yep, um, those were phantom calls. Thank you. I mean, come on. That's, that's, I, I knew that was coming out. I knew it was coming out yesterday. And it, I was just as upset reading it, hearing it, and going back to it as, I, as you relive it. Huge calls. I mean, it's not like they were just like a second and eight call. No, this was – Third down calls. The third down call at the the second one. And the first one leads into the block punt, by the way. Because it was second and 13, and you got a 10-yard tripping call and made it third and 23. So now And you're backed up. You're and backed you're up. Backed and up. now you know you're going to yeah. punt, right? Yeah. Who's going to pick up third and 23, right? It's a killer penalty. And that guy's going to work next week. I mean, if, you met, if you've advanced to this level in this profession— of working a National Football League game, how can you miss those two calls? It's inexcusable. It's not and, like and, and once it, was, again, it was gray. It wasn't gray. There was nothing there. But once again, it, it's some, they were forewarned by, I'm sure, the oh, Patriots. Oh, I'm sure you're right. Coaching staff. And so when you start looking for something that is not there, then, yeah, I think that's egregious. No doubt about it. You've, you've already been warned about it, and I'm sure that, that that's something that they probably have to put on the record, right? We can, we can go into an uh, impeachment inquiry on this. <laughs> right? I mean, let's, let's do some research here. Well, I'm sure they, they documented when they had the conversation, when they got the tip. Okay, now all of a sudden, here comes the stunt. I'm sure they yelled something from the sidelines, you know, the phantom yell. You mm-hmm. know, we got it all going We got on. a whole yeah, There was a whistleblower. The controversial whistleblower. The trip whistle, gate. That was it. The whistle came. <laughs> the whistle blow came. And like, okay, now you get ready. And then that <laughs> came the comes. stunt. Yeah. yeah, referee's ears were perked up. That was it. And the worst part was the flag came in after the play was over. It was done. Yeah. But you know what? People are going to credit Bill Belichick for alerting the officials ahead of time, and that and it's the genius of Bill Belichick. But I guarantee you, there are every team in the league has something that they tell the officials: "Hey, look for this, look for that." Stuff from their film study uh, in preparing. So, do you think that depending on what the coaches' uh, credits are, that uh, (laughs) what the credentials are, the coach that they have more credence? Yeah. Yeah. You know what Jason said. So right? Jason's go talk to the ref, then he's like, oh, whatever. But if Belichick talks, they're all ears. Yeah. Oh, wow. All yeah. Ears. One day somebody asked Jason, do you ever go to the ref and say, hey, watch this, this, and this? He goes, yeah, I used to do it. And he goes, and invariably they would call that on us. <laughs> when I told them, hey, watch, they do this. And then they watched and called it on us. So he said, I gave that up. Yeah. That's just cowboy stuff. That's just being cowboys. That's it. That's it. We are so unique. It's too just ridiculous. All right, we got five minutes left in the show, and uh, there's a game that's a little over 48 hours away now, the Buffalo Bills. We'll look into the Buffalo Bills tomorrow. That's the homework assignment. But Mm. just on the surface, what concerns you the most about the Buffalo Bills? I think just the the overall attitude that they have, very tough attitude. We talk about what 
the Cowboys don't have as a, as a culture, what they're trying to build, where they're not there yet. But you want to have that culture of good defense, uh, not many high-scoring games at all, so they don't make many mistakes. Uh, they're kind of up and down offensively. Uh, the quarterback is very young, of course, and he's got some talent around him. But I, I, I don't see them being consistent. Uh, they haven't been consistent all year, and I, I hope they continue that trend of being inconsistent. <laughs> You know, the only – I was looking at this. The, the only games they scored more than uh, 27 points just happened to be against the Miami Dolphins. They scored 31, mm-hmm. won 31-21, and they scored 37, 37-20 they won. Uh, the most they scored prior to that was at Carolina and against Minnesota with 27 points. So the majority of their games, it's 24, 17, you know, 14 – uh, so, yeah, they haven't been a prolific offense, but they've played well defensively. Yeah, solid defense. Josh Allen, uh, Everson mentioned, young guy, but he's done a, he had a pick last week against Denver, but overall he's done a better job as the season's gone on of taking mm-hmm. care of the ball. He sure has. He's got some weapons on offense. Um, he can run, too. He can run, too. He That's is. where I was going. <laughs> he is huge. The tackling is going to be another <laughs> deal for this defense this week because, you know, their young Devin Singletary, their young running back, is getting more and more featured with Frank Gore, 100-yard game last week. He's a he's an impressive young back. And then, obviously, the scrambling ability with Allen, and they use him on some design runs, too. I think Jeff Driscoll a couple weeks ago with Detroit, they've got to be on point. They're so short yardage, are they looking at like power sweeps, like old school <laughs> USC coming out with the quarterback behind them? Well, he, scored, he leads the team with seven touchdowns. Wow. He, he is huge. He's a he's a big – and he's, he's, he's not scared. He'll, he'll, he'll yeah. try – linebacker. DB, he'll try to put his head down. How about Devin Singletary averages 5.8 yards a carry, and his his longest carry is only 23 yards. So it's not like he has a 70-yarder that has inflated that yards per carry. It's 5.8. Their game plan is extremely meticulous. It's the standard old school. We're going to come out here and run first, mm-hmm. establish a good defense. You know, the same things that pretty much the – the cookie-cutter uh, strategy for a lot of teams in the NFL. Okay, the college football playoff committee is meeting right now in Uh-oh, Grapevine. Okay, and so, and, you know, they look at every team's uh, potential team that gets into the four-team playoff. They look, okay, what's your signature win? All right, I'm thinking if they're looking at the Buffalo Bills schedule and their wins this year, kind of to Everson's point earlier that he's not that impressed with the 8-3 and three record, what would be their signature win? They beat the Jets in the season opener 17-16. They beat – and they had Darnold, I guess, then. They beat the Giants 28-14, no. Mm-hmm. They beat the Bengals 21-17, no. They beat they, – okay, then they lost to the Patriots 16-10. to That might be their signature win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a loss. <laughs> Tennessee, they beat 14-7. to Now, Tennessee's playing better now, but – 14-7. They beat the Dolphins 31-21. And we haven't seen one yet. Philadelphia, they lost 31-13. They wow. beat the Redskins 24-9. Nope, that's not – They only have they, one. They lost to the Browns 19-16. They beat the Dolphins 37-20, and they beat the Broncos 20-3. So, so did two you Dolphin see, wins in there. So you yeah. missed the one big win they had. Which is? The bye they week? beat the Vikings 27-23. That's their one win over a winning team? Hmm. Is that correct? Why is it not? Well, That's weird. It's right here in their release. 
This that time I'm weird. right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. That's Unlike wild. Yesterday. I'm, Pull it on, I'm reading this Pull it on, <laughs> He would not let it drop yesterday. He would not let it drop, you know. Mommy and daddy fighting. I was so uncomfortable. What you guys? I was too. I hate it when they fight. <laughs> that is one. I'm looking at pro football reference right here, and that game is not listed on here. I thought you were going to say pro football focus. Wow. Let me see that. What's right there? <laughs> that is wild. It's in blue and white. What side are you looking at? Hey, and pro Football see, Reference. I don't see that either. I'm looking at. It's the- not on Pro Football Reference. Send them they- an email. Send well, them an email. Maybe this. Maybe that's preseason. They didn't play the Vikings in the regular season. That was preseason. They beat. That was. Pre- oh, <laughs> I went again. Blew it, man. I went again. I was on that your was side. Preseason. Who would? Who I was moving that- around the team spags, man. <laughs> who would put that in their schedule, like on their yeah. staff? Wait, yeah, oh. because they're playing the NFC East this year. They're not playing the North. <laughs> they don't play the Vikings. All this I know year. is it said Minnesota here. Oh it's man! Well, right. we solved that we, mystery. Keeping score, I won yesterday, right? Oh, two. I won. I'm one and zero for yesterday, and I win again today. Thank you, Pro Spags, Football you Reference. Give us your credentials. <laughs> <laughs> give up your credentials right now. What kind of goofy it's thing over. is this? It says I think those guys. <laughs> Nineteen schedule. I think those guys on the fan were right. Old man, you Mickey have lost your credibility. <laughs> you have lost your credibility. <laughs> All right, the break <laughs> is next. We'll talk at you again tomorrow here on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?